Welcome to Kelly Dry's Adlo Access Podcast. This is Simone Roach. Some might have mistaken the impression that state AGs really delve into health-related cases, believing them to be largely preempted by the FDA. However, these days, there's little doubt that the attorneys general are able to wield their unfair and deceptive treat practice laws with considerable weight in the health realm. As the tobacco, opioids, and now vaping health crisis have developed, state agents have been at the forefront to put a stop to marketing practices and obtain redress for those harms. For the past several weeks, we've seen interesting state AG developments as they've continued targeting individuals in their health enforcement actions. On December 9th, Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healy settled her 2018 lawsuit against e-cigarette company Eon Smoke for $50 million, having alleged its marketing appeal to youth, downplayed nicotine content, and their websites failed to implement measures to prevent sales to minors. The AG also settled with two individual defendants, Gregory Grishayev and Michael Tolmark, who will pay a total of $750,000 for their roles. Eon Smoke dissolved in 2020, so the settlement's injunction will have the most impact on the peer, who will now be required to get FDA authorization and give AG notice prior to selling tobacco products in Massachusetts in the future. And also on the e-cigarette front, North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein has taken action against Jules co-founders for their personal involvement in the company's marketing to youth. This new action against James Monsies and Adam Bowen as individuals comes just months after resolving litigation against the company in June for $40 million. North Carolina is taking advantage of the language of the settlement with Jewel, in which the release parties are defined as each and all of the past and present principals, partners, officers, directors, but excluded individuals who have been named by other states in any pending action. And as many states have sued a number of principals who founded and ran Jewel, this left open the ability to seek additional recoveries against such individuals even after settling their earlier litigation. Attorney General Stein, in a press conference announcing the suit, compared the co-founders' actions to those of the Sackler family, the former owners of Purdue Pharma, who were sued in their individual capacity by several AGs. The Sacklers haven't escaped individual liability either. Despite a resolution through the Purdue bankruptcy that would release the Sacklers from non-criminal liability in exchange for their contribution of $4.5 billion to the bankruptcy estate, several states appealed the court's confirmation order primarily on the grounds that the bankruptcy of a corporation should not be used to grant non-consensual releases to third parties. Southern District of New York Judge McMahon agreed and vacated the bankruptcy confirmation order on December 16th after determining the bankruptcy court did not have statutory authority to grant non-consensual non-debtor releases. And while this could reopen individual state pursuit of the Sacklers, more appeals will undoubtedly follow her ruling. And while public health cases may be extreme examples due to their impact on citizens, the aggressive pursuit of individuals by AGs is certainly not unique to this area. Whether a company is dissolved, bankrupt, or has even settled with the state, the individual owners or operators may still be in the AG's crosshairs and in many instances may be a more important target to ensure long-term compliance. If you would like more information on this topic, you may contact either Paul Singer or Beth Chun, and you can find their contact details in the show notes. 